going on, y'all? I feel like it's been some crazy shit popping off, right? So, uh, life has been crazy since last time I talked to you. And, um, so let's see what has been going on with me. Uh, I have been excited since Friday that we got Jasmine Sullivan's new CD, Hotels. I love it. I'm really trying to figure out, though, why Jasmine didn't hit me up for some tales, because I feel like I have some stories stored somewhere where I could have contributed to the album. But I'm really excited for the project. I really love it. This year, I'm looking forward to well, what I need in 2021 music-wise. I need a Jasmine Sullivan album. Got that. I need a Jill Scott album, and I'll take a SZA album, and I'll be happy. If I got those three in 2021, I'll be happy. If I got Jill Scott and Jasmine, I'll be happy. So I'm waiting on Jill. If she gave me that, I'll be happy. But other than that, this week, I just, um, yeah, I've just been reading a lot. Um, honestly, I had to take a social media break, so you didn't really see me post a lot on any of the social outlets because it just, it's just been so much. And, um, yeah, I just try to just take a break um, and just not really look at everything going on. So today, um, I'm going to do an All Hot Topics uh, episode, first one of the year. I feel like there's so much stuff that happened this week. So much stuff that I have to talk about. I didn't want to just rush through Hot Topics to get to the thought of the week. So this week I want to just do all Hot Topics. So let's just go into Motivational Monday. So for Motivational Monday, I have a journal entry. And for the journal entry, it is, how will I be better this week? I thought this was important because I actually did this with myself last week. I was telling um, the friend of the show, Elena, when we were talking to each other, uh, I think last night, and I was telling her how like I actually had to sit and kind of like, already regroup for the year and just like tell myself listen you know how i be better is basically getting rid of people that's not serving me and what i mean by that is just kind of like if you got people in your life that's on some negative shit and shit that you're not on and you and it's just i'm at kind of the place where like i'm just kind of tired of even having those conversations of even trying to understand somebody and so for me like i just don't want to deal with it and i don't want to deal i don't i don't have the capacity right now to deal with other people's shit and so for me, like that was my that was my journal entry of how I could be better this week is just me doing better by myself, and um, and really focusing on people that's really pouring into me, positively wise, and just really pouring into my life. Like you know, when you have friends that just hit you up out of nowhere and just be like, hey, I just want to tell you that I love you. I'm thinking about you, or hey, you know, how are you doing? You know what I'm saying? Like those are the friends that mean most to me, and so ones that never do that. And then when they do actually talk to you. You know, it's something negative or some shit they got going in their life that's probably negative. You know, I, I just I just don't want that in the new year. And I don't want that in general. Um, so that was what I did for my journal entry and really thought about some of the areas that I can improve on as far as like just my life and what I have going on and uh, what I need to surround myself, surround myself with and um, what I feel like would be better for me. So that's what I thought about in my journal entry. And uh, just think about what what you feel like, even if it's not just for the week, um, it could just be for the rest of the month or just going forward. So that's what I have for the Motivational Monday. All right, so my black excellence uh, goes to Stacey Abrams. So just to give a little background in case you don't know who she is, I'm not sure how you don't, but in case you don't. Um, so she ran for governor of Georgia in 2018. I don't know if you guys remember that, but... Um, her seat was basically stolen from her where they, I think they didn't allow like, oh, I can't even remember how many voters it was, but it was like, it was voter suppression basically in, uh, that happened in Georgia 
where the votes were fucking not counted and it was just a whole bunch of drama towards it. So when she and she kept fighting to the end, like trying to get these votes counted. So when it didn't count, um, and they, they basically stole it from her, she created the Fair Fight um twenty twenty. And it's basically an organization to assist Democrats financially and technically to build the voter protection teams in twenty states. So with the election leading up to November, pretty much the whole twenty twenty, you saw her out there uh, you know, getting people signed signed up to vote, uh, register and everything. I think she contributed to. I think Georgia increase was like eight hundred thousand new voters, some some crazy figure. Um, and it was honestly a lot to do with Stacey Abrams and her and her team. You know, really pushing to increase the um the black vote. So when the election happened, you saw Georgia pretty much came through. Um, a high amount of black voters pretty much saved Georgia, flipped it to uh to blue. And then um and then recently in the Georgia um runoff, uh you had um where the Democrats won and actually regained um control of the Senate. And so a lot of people, you know, obviously put a lot of praise into the fact that this largely was to do with Stacey Abrams and the work that she put in. And she basically showed people like, look, she didn't sit when she got cheated and be like well, I'm just going to just roll over on this one and, and just whatever. Like, no, like she actually was like, nah, like I'm going to actually show these people that, you know, they didn't fuck me over. I'm going to get the last lap. And pretty much on this one, Stacey, Stacey Abrams to me is the fucking goat. Um, I don't care what nobody says. So she really, really did her fucking thing in Georgia. And so we definitely should be giving her her, her roses while she's still here and celebrating her because uh, I think if, if I had to give a black excellence in general, um, she definitely showed that in so many ways. So that's my black excellence for the week. All right. So I told y'all this is going to be a hot topics episode. Um, I have a little bit of entertainment news and then the rest, we're just going to talk about all the shit that happened last week. So let's just get into it. All right. So let's just start with, I don't even know where to start. Let's start with some Cardi B news. So some fans try to come at Cardi because she posted a video I don't know if she posted it or what, but I didn't fully get the story. But she posted a video where she was playing WAP and her daughter culture came into the room where she turned it off. So then um, she started getting critiqued online because people were like, oh, well, you don't want your daughter listening to this. Mind you, I don't even know how old culture is. I think she's two or three or something. Like, she's still like a baby. But they're like, oh, you know, you don't want culture to listen to this, but you'll let our kids listen to it. So when I saw that and me, you know, being a bonus mom and, and you know, parenting myself, like, I, I, I didn't understand what the woman was saying, because I was like, you, you as a parent should monitor what your kid is listening to. Um, Cardi B has always said she makes music for adults, which obviously she does. Like, so why would your kid um, be listening to Cardi B anyway? Shouldn't you be monitoring what your kid's doing? And it's very possible because um, the child in my life is 18. And even to this day, like, you know, he tells me about the music he's listening to, you know, we follow each other on Apple Music, and I listen to it. I don't just sit and just be like, oh, okay, yeah, no, I listen to what he's listening to to see what he's listening to, because if it's something that I feel like he shouldn't be fucking listening to, he's not going to listen to it, even at 18, because music and words have power, and the shit that you put in your head and walk around with, it matters, and people don't realize that, but if you have, like, especially with something that's, like, crazy-ass rap that's on radio right now, and if you get that shit in kids' heads who are still in impressionable years, 18 is still very impressionable, well, they're going to be fucking stuck on stupid too. And if it's not something that I don't think is appropriate, you can't listen to it. Point blank, period. 
And I'm gonna tell you why you can't listen to it. Um, because I think music is one of those things where until you can basically learn how to like, okay, prime example, I do listen to Cardi B. I listen to Meg Thee Stallion. I, I get tickled by city girls. I listen to that. And it's like, you know, nothing that I fucking do in real life or, you know, live my life. But at the same, same time, like I'm able to, you know, say, this is just music. This is women's celebrating whatever, embracing their sexuality and everything else. And I know that it's just music. I'm not out here trying to live like what they're saying in the lyrics. When you have kids, they don't always know the difference or have the discernment to say, this is just music. So you have kids out here trying to be drug dealers, trying to, you know, get the fancy flashy shit. When half these rappers are really not even living like that. They're just talking about this shit in fucking songs. A lot of these kids don't really realize that these are personas. That's all they are. Some of these people, quote unquote, live this life, but a, lo- a large majority of them do not. They don't. And I had to explain that shit to my kids. So I don't know what the fuck these parents out here doing and trying to come at Cardi. Your kids shouldn't be listening to the shit anyway because she sat there and said it's four fucking adults. So why does your five, six, seven-year-old listen to WAP? Why, why? So is that Cardi's fault or is that the parent fault? Because I personally feel like it's your fault. It's not Cardi B's fault. She did go on to say um, Cardi responded and uh, she was just like, basically that we need to fucking stop. And she's like, I, I make music for fucking adults and I don't let my daughter listen to uh, my music because um, it's not for her. So I, I was totally in agreement with that. And honestly and truly, I don't think Cardi owes people explanations about anything. It trips me out how she responds to people and shit. Like, I wouldn't give a fuck. If I was a celebrity, like, I don't even be on social media now and all that stuff. And I just wouldn't even feel the need to respond to people. I don't, I wouldn't fucking care what they, what they say or think or nothing, to be completely honest. Like, I don't think I would be one of those celebrities that would be on social media. Like, I think I would just have somebody run my page because this shit is toxic. Social media is toxic. People get on there, they talk shit about celebrities. I mean, when you read the comments sometimes, it is absolutely crazy how people talk to these celebrities, like, as if they're not human beings. It's crazy to me. I don't know. But, yeah, so that was all with the Cardi B news. So the next thing I saw was Kim and Kanye are maybe getting a divorce. So when I saw this headline, I, obviously, I don't, I think it's sad in general when anybody get divorced because you, you know, you're breaking up a family, they have children together. And honestly, when people get divorced halftime, you know, they, they love each other this moment. And then the next moment when that divorce come, usually people go fucking low and it's nasty as fuck. So what I was thinking just when I saw this was like, I hope that, um, you know, that they learn how to be a family through separation. But at the same time, like, I wasn't really surprised by it at all. Like, I here's the thing. When Kanye started kind of going through whatever he was going through, um, I don't know if it was his bipolar issues or whether just him just, I don't know. I, I think it was his bipolar issues personally, but I, I don't really know. Um, and he started kind of like talking shit about the family, talking shit about her mom. And then when he made the, you know, I, I talked about this last year on my pod, but when he made the statements about their daughter and abortion and things like that, like, um, I felt like they were going to get divorced then because I think Kanye was doing entirely too much, especially when it comes to something that affects your family. Uh, it's, it's completely irresponsible. Then, um, you know, for me, honestly, I, I personally canceled Kanye and I, and I, I'm actually a big Kanye fan. Like I love Kanye and it really hurt me to remove him from my, from my library on my phone, but I had to, because I just didn't agree with the shit that he was doing with the election. I didn't agree when it came to any of that, because like I said before, um, words have power, action have power, 
you're you, as a rapper, you know, you you reach a certain demographics. And so when you're talking about shit, um, maybe somebody like me might, might blow it off and be like, OK, that's just Kanye being Kanye. But somebody out there like younger might actually listen to that shit. He got like, what, 70,000 votes. And I mean, this was not the year to have the level of fucking distraction when it came to the election. It pissed me off. And so, yeah, I had to get rid of him because I really felt strongly about the fact that we needed to be fucking focused and we didn't need no damn distractions and Trump needed to get out of fucking office and we didn't need no fucking distractions. And so I felt like Kanye was a fucking distraction and it pissed me off. So I had to get rid of him. I couldn't separate. A lot of people say you can separate um, the artist and the person. I could. So I had to get rid of Kanye in my library, but um, yeah, I don't know. I wasn't really surprised to see that they were getting divorced. Apparently they spent, they spent the holidays, I think this recent holiday together, but they've been separated for like months. I think he's been in Colorado. I don't know. They may make up, but I think when it comes to the Kardashians, like you're not going to fuck up their brand. And if you're fucking doing that, I, I'm not trying to say Kim don't love him, but you're not going to fuck up the Kardashian brand. I say that. So I wasn't really overly surprised, but you know, hopefully they, they, they get it figured out. I, I don't know. Um, all right. So another crazy news that came through last week was, um, so Dr. Dre, he suffered an aneurysm. Now this week they're saying that he is actually recovering and everything's going okay. And aneurysm, I think, I could be lying to you. I'm not sure. I didn't look this up. I think it's when you get a blood clot, but instead of it like, so so when you get a heart attack, it could be like a blood clot that kind of like goes to your heart. It's like a heart attack. I think a blood clot that goes to your brain is aneurysm. And most times, you know, people usually die from it and things like that. Um, and they're very rare. I think it's... Uh, it's not a large portion of people that get aneurysms on a yearly basis. Um, I personally think when I saw this, I thought it was just fucking stress. Like he's going through a divorce, they're in and out of court, um, battling over this uh, prenup. And my thing is, you know, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I hear, I've heard a lot of opinions about this, about how she's being greedy and all this. But if you were with somebody for 26 years and yeah, he has millions, but she was there too. You don't think that maybe she deserved half? Or she deserve something, like a, a large amount of compensation to walk away from? Why would she walk away from nothing when she was there beside you the whole way building your shit up? I don't I don't get the logic behind it. I listened to this one podcast and they said that she's being greedy. And I was like, wow, is that really being greedy considering like this has been her lifestyle for like, I think they were married 26 years, 26 years and you want her to leave with nothing? Or just some bare minimum type shit. She don't raise your kids. All that shit. So I don't know. But um, they also live in California. So I, I could have sworn that after 10 years, I think um, it's like a community state. So I think after 10 years, you get half in divorce in general. So I don't know. But I do know that while he was in the hospital, he did agree to $2 million, um temporary spousal support. So, I, you know, I've never been married. I've never gone through a divorce. But I was always told that divorces can be like some of the nastiest shit like ever like they say that you know you just go so low with each other and you can just be so nasty towards each other and um I just don't I just think if it was me I don't know if it would be worth it to me to be acting like that especially when we have a family right they have children yeah their children are older and they're grown but you still have fucking kids you know what I'm saying and I do feel like that they were married all the time you know, I think that she deserve a level of compensation. She should still live her life the way that it was when she was with him. I, that's what I see. And apparently he's worth like, what, $250 million or some shit? I, I don't fucking know. I, it, it's a large amount, though. I mean, it's, it's a crazy amount. So um, I don't know. I, I, I just think that 
they should just get it straightened out. I feel like he's suffering an aneurysm from fucking stress. That's what I think. Um, I don't know. So another news that was kind of just crazy as fuck to me. Um, oh my god, I watched this video. I watched this as this this um this has started building in the media. I found this video to be absolutely crazy. So I don't know if y'all saw um the fourteen year old that was attacked in the hotel. So just to give like a, a backdrop, it's this twenty uh, two year old named Maya Ponsetta. I think that's Ponsetto. I think that's her name. And she basically was in a hotel. She was in the lobby. Sees this black kid, accuses this little black kid um, of stealing her phone. So once they kind of get into like a little, like not even him, her, like all in his face. I think the dad ended up coming down. I might have this out of sync, but the dad ended up coming down. And so the kid just walks off from her because he's like, he's carrying his iPhone. And he's like, this is, this is my phone. And like, I don't have, I don't have your fucking phone. She still goes after him, accusatory. Mind you, the, um, the... The receptionist or whatever, or the manager of the hotel, he's down there, like, obviously taking, you know, um, her side, you know, trying to see if this kid stole her phone. She So after the kid walks away, she then goes, and they actually have the video footage from the hotel. She goes and grabs this kid and fucking physically attacks a 14-year-old child, talking about that he stole her phone, right? Then while this whole altercation and all this shit's going on, like, them getting her off her everything, the Uber driver from the previous Uber that she was just in comes back to the hotel and was like, Oh yeah, you left your phone in the car. Mind you, she gets her phone back and she doesn't even apologize at all for attacking this kid. And it's not even about the apology at this point. She's like, at first in me, I try to say, Oh, well she just 22 at 22 years old. I knew not to put my hands on somebody's fucking child. And I'm telling you when I saw this shit, I was like, Whoa, because if that was my fucking kid at 14, and a grown-ass woman drug my kid like that in the fucking hotel lobby, oh, I would have beat the brakes off of her. E e easily beat the brakes off of her. And I'm not even a fucking violent person. Like, I, I, I definitely would have. My kid's 18. If somebody touched my kid right now, I'd definitely probably be in fucking jail somewhere. So, yeah, like, she deserved to get her ass whooped. Point blank, period. She goes on a Gail show. That was, like, I think Friday, which was insane. She cuts Gail off. I mean, she's talking crazy. And she basically feels like she didn't do anything wrong. I mean, she still, I don't, I still don't think that she's offered this child an apology, which is absolutely crazy to me. The parents of the kid were saying that now they've put him in therapy to make sure that he's not fucked up from the experience. And then like for, it took a hot minute for her to even get fucking arrested. So then she was arrested for like a felony charge of attempted assault or some shit like that. But then all the shit is coming out about how her and her mom earlier in 2020 got like a DUI and I think they got arrested for being aggressive with a police officer and all this shit. I mean, this shit is fucking insane. Like, I'm just sitting here like, it, oh boy. People out here need to stop with the bullshit because I'm like, you're going to fuck around and, and, and fuck with the right person on the right fucking day and you're going to get your ass whooped. And I'm like, why, why are we pushing the, the needle on this? Like, you know, I think what we've seen in the last, like, couple years just more and more of people just blatantly letting their fucking racism show right they're not even trying to hide that shit no more before you know i feel like even in obama years even though racism is still here in america but i think people just try to hide you know in plain sight and just be nice because nobody was fucking being racist you know outwardly so they're like oh let's just let's just not show that we're fucking racist let's just be racist behind closed doors but like now motherfuckers just like nah we just gonna just be fucking racist, you know, out out in public. It's fine. 
because our leader is fucking racist. So we're just going to just do the same shit he's doing. It's fine. But yeah, so we're going to end on just some political shit going on. So I saw this at the, uh, the beginning of last week, I think. So the Proud Boys leader, what's his name? Enrique Torrio. So he's been sued by the Metropolitan African Methodist Episcopal Church um, in D.C. I don't. I think this happened in December when they had the um, the MAGA march and they went and tore down uh, the Black Lives Matter signs on like four or five like prestigious black churches in D.C. Um, well, basically, they are. Well, he basically um, got arrested and then he did say like, yeah, like I did that or whatever. Now they're deeming that as a hate crime. And so here's my thing. Like, I'm just like, I, I'm just looking forward to this shit just being over. And I so lightly said, because it's just not going to be over, but it's just like, it's fucking disgusting. You know what I'm saying? When I went to DC, I went to DC in November and, um, I actually wanted to see like the, um, the murals that they had up and they had like a black lives matter, like kind of square. And it was a MAGA, uh, it was a MAGA, um, rally there like I think the week before I, I went there and the whole shit was like completely trashed over and so it's just it's just a damn shame like um I'm gonna get more into this in a couple seconds because I'm gonna talk about the Capitol riot but uh it, it's amazing people thought processes in America that's all I can really say it, it's astonishing to me so let's just talk about what transpired on January 6th so I'm sitting here at work and you know, I'm just sitting here chilling and, and I'm, and what, what time did it pop off? Maybe like it started in the afternoon. So starting that morning, Trump went and had a rally in DC where he's talking about how the election was stolen from him. This is what's crazy. Why the fuck is he still having rallies? Like, I mean, it, this has been like the craziest shit I've ever seen. I've never seen anything like this before. And I've seen some, I've seen some bad fucking presidents. I think we've all seen some like pretty tragic presidents, right? For me, this is some shit that I have never seen in my life. Um, I think the rallies is reminiscent to me of KKK rallies. I don't understand why the fuck is he still having them. You know, now we're down to like, what, 12 days of this, um, of this, of seeing this man. Um, I don't, I don't think it's likely to happen, but I, I personally hope that he gets impeached. I don't think that he should get, um, any of the privileges, uh, that a president gets, um, after leaving the office. I don't think that he should get any of that shit, to be completely honest, um, because the, the, the last couple of weeks have just been, I mean, the last four years have been fucking horrible, right? But just this whole shit from the election, like the aftermath of it, has been probably the most disgusting shit that I've, I've ever seen, right? So for one, like, I think it's unbelievable that people are still, and mind you, I think in Georgia, they have counted, recounted the votes like 10 times, you know? So now to the point that They've dropped all the cases against ele election fraud. They've all said that they haven't found anything. Um, I think it's crazy that he's still saying and people still really believe that the election was um, rigged. I was watching something and I didn't and I didn't look this up to get her name because I can't even remember. It was a Republican. Um, I think she I think she's a congresswoman. I can't even remember. But she was having an interview and she was just talking about how um, she was a Republican from Georgia and she was just talking about how you know the president. Um, the presidential election was rigged and how she would just like, you know, that, that the Biden win wasn't valid. So the interviewer was like, well, so you are on the same ballot. So, you know, since the presidential race wasn't um, valid, well, wouldn't your win not be valid either since, you know, you did, you didn't win on the same ballot. Right. 
So she literally looks at this man and says, oh, I'm not talking about me. I'm talking about the presidential race. Like, it's, it's that shit that's dangerous. Because technically, you know, logically, if you're saying that the ballots are not valid um, and you were on the same ballot and your win is valid, but yet Biden win is not valid, how the fuck does that make sense? It has just been the most, like, just ridiculous shit I've ever seen. But let's just go back to the story. So he's he's on the rally. He's literally sitting there telling them, you know, they stole this shit from me. Mind you, he still haven't conceded at this point. But they're like, he stole this shit from me. Y'all should go down to the Capitol and, you know, march on that shit and raise fucking hell. So, you know, it's a crowd full of fucking people. They're like, yeah, you know, even though I don't know if this is some shit that just happened on a fucking whim. I think this shit was planned. I, I do because, I mean, these motherfuckers came ready. And this is the same day. So I'm like... I don't know. Y'all came to storm the Capitol, but y'all came really fucking prepared, right? So as I'm sitting here, like, you know, sitting here working, I start seeing, like, getting these alerts and just talking about the shit at the Capitol. So I'm just like, you know, when they were when they were talking about going to the Capitol and, and you know, storming it, like, obviously, I didn't think they actually was going to storm the Capitol. If you've been to fucking D.C. and you've been around these federal buildings, like, I've been in D.C. a million times, like, you know, like, there's fucking snipers all the fuck around. There's, you know, you're not even able to even get close to anything really um in that regard even though I've never thought about jumping over a fucking gate because I would never think of something like that um it's crazy to me because also just the level of white privilege that I saw was just crazy because me and a child we went out in our small town and we went and we we did a Black Lives Matter um uh march which was you know really amazing we were there during the day so it was like thousands of people we left um, we were still on curfew and, you know, we left because obviously like I had seen how some of the marches were ending, especially when it started getting dark, it was a whole nother tale of two different things. And I didn't want him to be put in danger, right? I didn't want my kid to be put in danger, like, you know, pepper sprayed or anything crazy, right? Because some of my sorority sisters who are the most nonviolent people in the world, um, all these people are like educators or therapists and everything else. They actually were pepper sprayed with their children out there doing absolutely nothing. Like they were standing there. And they were pepper sprayed and everything else. Um, and they basically were, you know, with the marchers, we basically were saying, like, we're tired of black people being killed for no fucking reason. You know what I'm saying? And so here, they, I don't think they were shooting rubber pellets here, um, like rubber bullets here. But, I mean, you did see in other rallies where, you know, well, not rallies, excuse me, in other marches where they were shooting, you know, rubber uh, bullets at people. They were out in riot gear. Um, they were definitely spraying the fucking crowds. Um, like I said, some of my sorority sisters were actually sprayed here, um, where people was pouring milk and shit all in their fucking eyes. I mean, it's all crazy shit. People getting fucking beat, people cars getting busted out, all type of stuff. So on Thursday, we literally saw um, white people, uh, white supremacists, basically terrorists. They stormed the Capitol, um, busting out fucking windows. I was in shock. When I saw, I'm not, I'm not even gonna fucking lie to you. I mean, I, I was literally in fucking shock. Later reports come out saying how they were, they peed on the floor. Some people actually smeared shit on the Capitol walls. The argument I just said smeared shit on the Capitol walls. It, it, oh God. So then I'm looking at pictures and videos. They're scaling the walls. So now they're inside. This is the thing that's fucking crazy, right? Um, in Trump's speech, he's basically, you know, talking shit about, uh, Vice President Pence and he's like, you know, basically fuck him. You know what I'm saying? We need to take him out. 
They literally heard people chanting to hang Mike Pence. They had gallows set up. Gallows is the planks that are set up for, that was set up for like slaves when they would get hung. So they had noose. They actually had nooses hung. And these people came into the Capitol. Some of them were armed. They found pipe bombs all around. I mean, this was literally um, an attack. Like, there's no, it's no way around it. I mean, it, it's really fucking um, disturbing. You know what I'm saying? You had uh, a large majority of um, Congress there. You had, you know, the Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi there. I mean, in general, you had the Vice President there, right? Even though they're about to be replaced. I mean, it's still the fucking Vice President of the United States. And it just made us look super fucking weak that you literally have the Vice President trying to get people to safety, you know, hiding down like in, in the, you know, in, in the Capitol or whatever, and that these people were able just to go leisurely go into the Capitol. You show Capitol police letting them in on the side, let, like literally just letting them walk through. Um, another thing that I thought was interesting that actually is really sad, but it, I, I found an article. I, I should, if I can find this article again, cause I read it this morning, I'll post it in the notes so you can read it. But it basically was talking about the black uh, Capitol police officers. Um, There's actually a video circulating too. And they were talking about how when they had to walk up in between the the white crowd that was out there, how they were being called nigger and being spit on and shit like that. But what's crazy is the people that was actually doing this and like, you know, the, the white supremacists that was out there, they're actually holding flags of Blue Lives Matter. And it's amazing to me that... You know, you literally are saying Blue Lives Matter, but yet you are verbally, racially attacking black officers. So I guess Blue Lives Matter only to white officers. That's what I gathered from that. Because if Blue Lives Matter and these people are Capitol fucking police, how or why are you attacking them? And it really just showed the ugliness of America. And it actually was really embarrassing, right? Even though like we know this shit is here, we know that racism fucking exists. But to see on that scale, it made us look even weaker than what we already do. If it's that fucking easy to just go up in the fucking Capitol, mind you, it's that easy only because America does not view white people as dangerous. That's just a true reality of it. Because if that was black people, I just told y'all at the Black Lives Matter marches where people were just literally marching, they were being held against with force. If that was black people that marched in that Capitol, the black people would have been fucking slaughtered before you even would have fucking gotten inside of the fucking building. And we all know it's true, okay? You saw Breonna Taylor being shot dead in her home, sleeping in her bed, right? You see George Floyd with a neck on his fucking, with a knee on his neck, telling him he can't fucking breathe and crying to his mom, right? And all you had to do was just arrest the dude. If, that, if that's what the fuck you were doing, even though he didn't even do shit wrong, but you didn't have to do all that shit. Right. But when you see black people, you automatically think that they're dangerous. Oh, you know, we have to take them out. But you let a whole fucking mob of white people storm the Capitol with America's leaders inside. And they're having to barricade themselves in the fucking Capitol. You got a dude come and put his fucking feet up on Nancy Pelosi's fucking desk. If, if you don't think that white privilege is fucking real, you are you are sadly fucking mistaken. And I'm sorry, like I, I I've literally been like. Delete me on any fucking social media that you ever followed me on if you really can literally sit and say that what transpired at the Capitol is fucking okay. What has been transpiring in the last four years is okay. This shit is not fucking okay. This shit is it's absolutely dangerous. And it's dangerous for a lot of fucking reasons. One, even though now we're starting to see like these people are getting arrested, thank thank the God. Because honestly, like I thought it was crazy they were able to fucking leave 
and go the fuck back home to their families. These people made it back home. Some people were traveling from Florida, Arizona, Alabama. They were back home by the time the fucking cops got down. They were home chilling with their family, right? That was crazy because that definitely in reverse would not have happened to fucking black people, I tell you that. And then two, you know, um, I think it was just crazy to the fact that they even fucking made it in there to fucking begin with, with our leaders in there. And it really makes us look dangerous. It's, it's dangerous, I feel like it makes us look weak and it makes us look bad to other countries because we are America where, you know, we've never been, besides like what, Pearl Harbor, we've never been attacked here. We've never had, you know, well, we've had a few terrorist attacks, like, you know, 9-11 and things like that. But I'm saying we've never had a war here. So, you know, we've never had any of that shit here because, you know, we're America, you know, where we look like this strong, you know, place. And this shit is embarrassing. It makes us look fucking crazy. And, you know, I've been thinking about this since it happened and like how, how do you move forward? How do you, how do you kind of heal from this? Um, because a lot of, a large majority of the people, you know, not all of them, I shouldn't say large majority cause that's a, that's a broad statement, but people that were involved were law enforcement people where now you're saying, they're saying that in the States, they're trying to research and see like the levels of who might be maybe corrupt in some kind of form, which I'm like, come on, come on guys. Um, let's see. Um, it was total, I think so far as four people that were killed. One was a Capitol, um, police officer. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw the video. It was pretty, um, it was pretty, uh, crazy, but it was cringy. Um, of the officer that was literally getting smashed in the door. Um, but it's, but it's, but once again, like I say, they have flags of blue lives matter with their Confederate flags and, and Trump flags. And I'm like, if, if blue lives matter, why would you be out here fucking um, killing killing a cop? You know, if if their lives matter, and, and this is part of the reason why you're you're storming the um, the Capitol, you know, to speak for all these all these things. Um, I, I don't know how anybody can support Trump and, and like actually have a level of human decency. I, I really don't. Um, and so four died. I think it was um, now it's over a hundred people arrested which they should be because this is a federal building. So, I mean, they should all get federal fucking charges. Um, yeah, I think, I I don't know. I, I just, have, I'm still kind of in shock from it because I've never seen no shit like this before in my life. But white privilege is so fucking real in the United States. It's almost laughable because the shit they can get away with. Like, like I was watching this one video and it was one cop. You had some of the Capitol Police literally taking pictures with the, with the terrorists inside of the Capitol, taking selfies with these people inside of the fucking Capitol, taking pictures. And our world leaders, our, our American leaders are in the building, hiding out in the building, and you're taking pictures of them. And these people came in there armed, okay? Like ready to pop the fuck off. And then I was watching this one video of this old lady, and yeah, she was like an older lady, but I mean, the bitch stormed the fucking Capitol, so I mean, you clearly weren't that fucking old. He was helping her down the Capitol steps to get back down to the street. He was helping her out the building. Like, why the fuck weren't you arresting these people? It was just, it was just crazy. It was crazy. And I think as a black person watching it, I was just sitting there like, what the fuck? Like, you know, they call, they are quick to call black people thugs and everything else. I don't know. I mean, these people out here look like they're at a fucking cookout at the Capitol. I was looking at videos and they had a fucking concession stand out there. Like they have, they have food and shit and was partying. And literally, um, DC set up a curfew 
I think at six. Um, they literally didn't even leave at six. And so I think when they, when the, the way that the, the, the attack ended, cause I'm going to keep calling it an attack cause this shit was not a protest. A protest does not involve violence and motherfuckers busting out windows in the Capitol and shitting on the floor and smearing, smearing on the walls. I don't, I don't know what the fuck that was, but that was some other shit. But, um, yeah, so it was like, uh, uh, the way it ended was people was like, all right, well, you know, we've done all the shit that we can do today and we're hungry now. So let's just go. Y'all ready? Y'all ready to go? Okay. Like y'all, y'all ready? Let's go. Okay. Let's go. All right. Cool. Cool. And that's how it ended. Like it wasn't like people came out in force and made these people leave. And then that's why I want to keep reiterating. Like y'all, y'all did see the shit that was popping off during the Black Lives Matter marches and people were out shooting people and sending tear gas throughout and kicking people over and, you know, damn near running them over with the cop cars. We, we did see that happen. And I didn't see none of that shit happen on a fucking federal bill in the capital of the United States. So I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's fucking, um, I was literally just taking a bag. I'm still taking a bag, but I'm not, I'm not really surprised. I just, at this point, I don't really be surprised by nothing that a white person fucking do because they just get the leeway to fucking do the shit. And, um, I don't know. Uh, I think I was watching something and this is my last point on this. And they were talking about how, how basically they feel like with the change coming, you know, from Trump to, um, to Biden and, you know, Kamala and, and, you know, the Democrats and like what they're trying to, trying to basically do and kind of talk about healing and mending and things like that. They were like, this is also, this almost like reminiscent of like a abusive relationship and how like you know, when you're, when you're finally trying to get out of the shit, that's when the shit is the worst. When, when a person is leaving, you know, after the fact, when you're trying to break up and get out, I actually just finished reading this book and they were in, in this book that I was reading, this woman was shot in the back of the head, like, um, from her, from her abuser. And this is actually years after she had gotten out of it, but the guy just couldn't get over the fact that she left him. So he still was brewing and fucking came and actually did a vicious attack on her. And it's kind of reminiscent of the same thing as an abusive relationship. Like, he can't, he, Trump won't let this shit fucking go. Like, you lost the election. It's over. You know, I saw videos of him, um, of them, like, basically being excited about the fact that this riot was going on. And, you know, if, if you, if you support that, a leader that's okay with, you know, people being in harm, you cannot like somebody. Like, I don't personally like Pence, you know, I, I think Pence and Trump, I think they were, they were horrible. But I was, like, appalled that, like, literally... These people, I think if they would have got their hands on him, I don't know what they would have done to him. And that's being for real. Like they came there with zip ties, loaded guns, pipe bombs. They had nooses and they set up a fucking gallow outside. So I don't know. And they were chanting to hang Mike Pence. So I, I, don't, I don't know. Like, I think as a person, um... I don't know how you can support that. And I don't know how, as a person, you can do those things and say that you're doing this for the betterment of America. Like, you think it's okay to go and kill somebody. Kind of reminiscent of a lot of things we've seen in American history, right? I mean, considering they're literally in the Capitol with Confederate flags, and they think it's okay to take somebody's life or attempt to or torture somebody or something. I don't know what the fuck they were coming there to do. And that's the question that rings off in my head. Like, what the fuck was this? I mean, we know what it was, but... Why, why, like, yeah, I think, I think Trump should be impeached. Um, and I think that, um, the privileges that, you know, a, a president gets after they leave the office, I think he shouldn't have them. 
You know, I think he's been a horrible president. And we already had division, you know, even though if it was hidden or everything else, we already had it. And, I mean, it's just, it's, it's fucking sad, you know what I'm saying, to still live in a place that people um, feel like this is okay, you know, um, because it's really not. And uh, I don't know when change in general will ever come or if it ever will, you know, being completely honest, I don't really know. Um, so that's just something that, you know, I think about and I pray about, you know, I've been in a, I've been in a lot of prayer since then, just because the shit is scary and the shit is fucking sad, like for real. Um, and it's trauma. And I just I just found it to be completely fucking disturbing, all of it. And I just think it's disturbing that people still support it. Like I actually have seen people actually still be like, well, what was the problem? It, it was a lot that was a problem, right? And you put a whole building of people in danger. And people just let them walk on in there and do it. It was just absolutely crazy. But that's all I had today for um, for hot topics. I wanted to share my thoughts on some of the shit that, that went off. I feel like it was, I feel like it's just been crazy already. We just got in 2021. Come on now. Come on, come on, come on. I will say this much, like, <clears throat> I am nervous about, um, I'm kind of nervous about the inauguration. Like, I kind of feel like in in this climate that we're in right now, is it necessary to have that shit out in the open? Like, I just feel like maybe we should have a close, a close one. Like, unlike what we've had before, President Trump said that he's um, not going to fucking come to the inauguration, which I'm like, I'm not really surprised. He's a coward anyway. He lost and he's just a bad loser. And I'm like, I don't think nobody cares if you're there anyway, dude. So don't come, you know? He's probably going to be upset that this this inauguration will be larger than his. So, um, but I don't know if it should be open. I just feel like, I just feel like right now it's just, shit is so unstable. And, um, I don't know. I just, I don't know if I, if I would have it open. I think, think, I just think we just need shit to just kind of like die the fuck down. Um, he did, Trump did finally concede, but even his concession or whatever the fuck it was, was like, even though this, this election was stolen from me, he's still saying that shit. To where they literally have blocked him on every fucking um, platform, which is like, finally, but it's still just astonishing. You know what I'm saying? That uh, all this shit is transpiring. But anywho, um, yeah, so I wanted to just talk about everything that happened. Uh, I kind of gave a overview because, I mean, there's so much shit I could have talked about and I could have pulled some articles and stuff like that. But I mean, this has been everywhere and what everybody's talked about. So you have to be on a rock to not know what's going on. Um... But yeah, so uh, next week we'll probably have a regular episode, we'll probably have a thought of the week. But this week I wanted to just talk about things going on and, do, and go over some hot topics. Um, let's see. Don't forget to follow, like, subscribe. You can find the podcast on uh, Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Audible, iHeart, anywhere that the stream is um, podcast, uh, you can pretty much find it. I think we're pretty much everywhere at this point. So please follow, follow, follow so you can get the, um, the episodes alerts. Also, you can find me on social media. On Twitter is IJMT Podcast. Um, on Instagram is at it's just my thoughts underscore podcast. You can find me on Gmail, uh, and that's IJMT Podcast at gmail.com. You can catch me there on email. And so, like always, I thank you so much for listening. It's Mika here, and I appreciate you.